great friends from Southern California, the southernmost part of Los Angeles, that's San Diego. Scott Kaplan coming to you for the first time on ESPN 710. Thank you to George Sedano for that really uh, amazing introduction. You know, George sounded like a stand-up comedian who was about to introduce the next stand-up comedian who he didn't really know, but he says, hey, here's a really good friend of mine that's coming to the stage. George and I go way back. Like I said to George at the very end, I haven't been this excited to get onto the radio for 20 plus years. So I'm really, really stoked to be here today on ESPN 710 Los Angeles. And, uh, and we got a great show planned for you. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, thanks to everybody who's tuning in from all parts of Southern California this afternoon. And I'm going to jump right in. I really am. I'm going for it. I mean, I got a whole crew of people that are working around me. I got Bergman, who's on this double shift up in L.A. Bronstein is is some other unknown part. I got my man here in my studio, Big Brown. I got Grande down at his place working with me. I mean, I got a whole staff of people going. So let me just jump right in. My opening thought today is real simple. It's about Major League Baseball and their ability to pull off what they're trying to do versus what the NBA is already in motion doing. And so, look, when I see this story about David Price and he opts out for the Dodgers, I ask myself, why would a guy like that want to do it? Because if I were a pro athlete and you told me the season was on, I'm showing up. Like, that, that's my first thought. Like, I'm not fearful of coronavirus. I'm young. I'm healthy. I'm in great shape. I'm looking at the stats. I feel like I'm willing to take the risk. Why does a guy like David Price opt out of playing for the Dodgers in his first year? A year where, let's face it, even without Price, Vegas hasn't changed the odds. The Dodgers are still the favorites to win the World Series. Why would a guy like David Price opt out? Guy's already made huge money in his career. I mean, big money. He's on a $217 million contract. He's made $185 million in his career. He's a $30 million a year guy. And guess what? He's in year five of a seven-year deal. So he's going to go make that $60 million on the back end. This year, sacrificing $12 million. If you're paranoid about catching coronavirus, about passing it on, giving it to family members who have you know, sacrificed health, I mean, guys, are, guys are jumping out. I look at Mike Trout with the Angels, and I see these pictures of him wearing his mask in the outfield, or I hear the stories about how the Angels aren't getting their tests and they're having to conduct their own. I'm, I'm hearing all of this and seeing all this, and i got to tell you guys, I'm really questioning whether or not baseball can pull this off. I really am. Think about it. You're in L.A., you got to fly to San Francisco. you got got 100 people in your traveling party. Everybody gets on a plane, goes from L.A. to San Francisco. You go from plane to bus, bus to hotel, hotel to stadium. Now guys are touching each other. They're standing next to each other on first base. Hey, social distance, man. Don't let him throw me out over here because I'm just trying to social distance. You know, I'm taking a lead off, but I'm really just social distancing. It's, it's not real. I'm not stealing. Don't worry. Don't have him throw the ball over here. I don't want to dive back and touch you. I mean, seriously, I don't know how a traveling party is going to go from L.A. to San Francisco, San Francisco over to Phoenix, Phoenix to Denver, Denver to San Diego. And you mean to tell me that all these guys, all these people in these traveling parties are going to rotate from city to city, 
on airplanes and in hotels. They're going to be around flight attendants and pilots and bus drivers and waiters and waitresses and hotel staff. And I mean, if, if the numbers continue to do what they're doing, how can baseball possibly pull this off? I don't see how they're going to do it. I really don't. And you're probably thinking to yourself, are you out of your mind, dude? You're a sports talk radio host on a sports radio station that wants baseball back. Of course, everybody wants sports back. I'm just not sure how baseball can pull it off. On the flip side, while baseball doesn't really look so hot, the NBA is creating what is like a basketball player utopia. If you're an NBA player, and you're accustomed to living a certain lifestyle, you're going to have everything you want right here, other than your wife, your girlfriend, your kids, your friends outside of basketball. Bubble. I mean, like a, like a real bubble over Orlando, Florida, where all these basketball people, people that are in the world of the NBA, will all live amongst each other. Now, there's a lot of people that think there's no way. There's just no way that these guys can really pull this off. You got to be one very committed and selfless person to know this is what I got to do. I got to stay in the bubble. But the fear is, of course, somebody goes outside the bubble. You know, I was reading Jared Dudley's comments from his Zoom conference. He's been really outspoken. And he says, I don't think anyone fears like death. Um, I kind of disagree, dude. I think people do fear death. I think that's the reason why some guys like Avery Bradley are opting out. I'm not sure Dwight Howard, who seems to be sitting on the fence, I'm not sure Dwight Howard is, is contemplating death per se. I mean, Dwight Howard, from what I keep hearing is, it's about social injustice. If we go play basketball, we're taking the attention away from social injustice. We're creating a distraction that gets people to forget about social injustice, George Floyd, police brutality, and the national conversation that's been going on for the last five weeks. We basketball are going to take people's minds away from that. They're going to concentrate on basketball. They're not going to care anymore. I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. I'm not sure if I'm playing. But to Jared Dudley's point, I think if you're Avery Bradley, you are thinking about that. You are thinking about compromised health in your family. And I think you are contemplating what could happen here. So it's a really interesting world of sports that we're living in right now when you've got a major league baseball pitcher who is a $30 million a year guy who's set to make $12 million this year. And he's just like, I'm not playing. And by the way, if I'm David Price, I'm trying to put myself in his position. First year with the team, he's made a ton of money, he's got a championship, he's got two more years on the back end of the contract. Really, did the Dodgers want me? Was I really an important part of the trade? Or wasn't I just kind of a throw-in guy that they had to take if they wanted to get Mookie Betts? Do I really want to go do this? I guess his answer is no. Listen, I'm still very curious. What's going to happen with Mike Trout? Don't you get this vibe from Mike Trout that maybe he doesn't want to go? or Well, he's there, but he doesn't really want to play, and he's pretty skeptical about Major League Baseball's plan. And on the other hand, the NBA 
It looks like a utopia. Seriously, if you want your manicure, we got it. You want your pedicure? No problem. Yo, you need your cornrows done? We got you hooked up. Listen, there's even a company right now that's saying, look, fellas, you guys can't go out the bubble. You just can't go out there, you know, but you're going to want some companionship. You guys know about these uh, cam model women who online kind of do strip tease kind of stuff like that's what they're offering not the nba but the company to the nba players you're looking for some companionship can't go outside the bubble use your computer so we got a lot to talk about we got a lot going on today we got a great show coming up lewis riddick from espn nfl insider will be here tony Baselli, the former usc all-american and pro football hall of fame nominee will be here and we got a lot to get to but coming up people in the media industry say the easiest job is to be a meteorologist in san diego you know what the hardest job in media is how about being a sports talk radio host in san diego how does a guy from san diego for 20 years on the air wind up on espn los angeles to tell you exactly how this has happened coming up next on espn la great friends throughout southern california scott kaplan here on espn los angeles espn 710 breaking news coming out early this afternoon the kansas city chiefs according to reports signing quarterback patrick mahomes to a 10-year deal i'm gonna be talking some nfl football later on lewis riddick from espn will be here coming up later this hour so stand by for that Somebody asked me the other day, who has the best defense in the AFC West? Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, or Chiefs? And my answer was Chiefs. And it wasn't even about who's on their defense. It was all about Mahomes. Mahomes can score from anywhere on the field, so the other offense has to now try and keep up. That makes the Chiefs the world champions. That makes their defense better. According to the story right now, breaking news, Patrick Mahomes is about to get a 10-year contract from the Kansas City Chiefs. Why not? He's the best player in the NFL. Okay, so look, let me jump right into how did we get to where we are today. For those of you who have never listened to me on the radio before, uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Scott Kaplan. But for those of you that know me somehow over the last 20 years of broadcasting throughout Southern California, even though from San Diego, uh, for those of you that are with me and have been with me, I know my phone is blowing up, my Twitter's going crazy, at Scott Kaplan, so thank you. Uh, here's how we got here today. For nearly 20 years... I was broadcasting from San Diego on a radio transmitter, 1090. I'll be honest with you because, dude, I cannot lie. I cannot lie on the radio. Like, off air, I can actually kind of fib a little bit, you know? But on air, I'm just way honest all the time. I mean, just dancing around in front of everybody naked for the whole world to see. I mean, that's, that's what it is to be on live radio. So here's the thing. Um, I'm at the Super Bowl earlier this year. And, uh, oh man, it was, it was a crazy Super Bowl, right? Cause I'd gotten down to Miami and I was on my way to Miami on Sunday. Was it Sunday or was it Saturday when the news started to break about Kobe? So, um, I get down to Miami and over the course of the week, my agent introduces me to a guy named Tim McCarthy, who is the, who runs ESPN radio and he's, he's an executive at ESPN. And McCarthy says to me, Hey, nice to meet you. He goes, um, I have no idea who you are. I've never heard you. And your agent is propping you up like you're the greatest guy in radio, but I have no idea who you are. And I'm like, with respect, understood. You're on the East Coast. I've been in, in Southern California for all these years. So um, 
all of a sudden, Tim McCarthy calls Amanda Brown, who happens to be the program director at ESPN LA, says, hey, you ever heard of this guy? She goes, yeah, I used to listen all the time. I like this guy. So that's how we got here today. How does a guy for 20 years in San Diego all of a sudden show up on an ESPN LA radio station? I was using that radio station all the time because when I would come up from San Diego, I would broadcast from up there. Not to mention, you heard George Sedano. George and I go back 20 plus years. Uh, Steve Mason and John Ireland are longtime friends and colleagues. Um, Steve Mason and I have traveled around the country on radio, meaning we follow, uh, really it was me. I was following him all around from New York to San Diego to so many different places. We worked together in the early days of 1090. Uh, John Ireland, a, a longtime friend and colleague in the industry. And Alan Sliwa at night here on ESPN LA. Alan Sliwa was a kid sales guy for us. 15 plus years ago. So I know all of these ESPN LA people for a really long time. And I, I said it earlier, I have not been this excited. You're hearing it in my voice, dude. I may not take a breath the whole day. I have not been so excited to get onto radio in 20 years. Uh, when my radio station in San Diego went off the air, it's been a year plus since I've been on the terrestrial local radio airwaves. I am ecstatic to be with you guys today. But here's the deal. Because I know what's already happening. Because there are a lot of people who will listen in San Diego. Because 710 comes in crystal clear. They're going to say to me, wait a second, Kaplan, what's your deal? Wait, well, hold on. Wait a second. Let me get this straight. Now you're a Dodgers expert? You're talking about David Price opting out? Whoa, whoa, hold on. What are you, a Lakers expert now? You're quoting Jared Dudley. I'm going to get deep into LeBron James a little bit later on today. What, what, what's next? What are you, an analyst for the LAFC? Like I just told you, man, I can't lie. I can't be dishonest on the radio. Here's the situation. Uh, you know, I have not been a staunch follower of the Dodgers, but it's pretty obvious that when you're in the World Series and, you know, you're winning the division every year and the manager, Dave Roberts, is a guy who I've known for 20 years as both a player and as a, a friend, as a, as a little league coach, um, used to go to his house all the time. I'm legitimizing myself now. Like I've got connections to LA. I mean, I would go to Dave Roberts house with my kid and he would do batting practice in his backyard. Um, so it's easy to know about and want to be interested in the Dodgers, the Lakers. Why is LeBron James so passionate about playing this season? Why does he want to finish this? Why does he feel like he needs to come back? Why is he the face of I'm all in on this thing? I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about this. Um, so for everybody that says, well, wait a second, Kaplan, what are you doing, man? You're going on ESPN LA. You're going to talk Dodgers. You're going to talk Lakers. Yeah, I am. Because like I said, the easiest job in the world is to be a meteorologist in San Diego. One of the hardest jobs, exaggerating, in the world is to be a sports talk host in San Diego. There's no teams left. There's one team. And... You know, the, the, the Padres have not been good in ages. And as much as my Padre fan friends say to me in a 60-game season, this is their year, and Fernando Tatis is going to be the, the MVP, I say, really? Because I look at Mookie Betts, and I see a guy who won the MVP in Boston in 2018, and I see a guy who's a multi-time all-star and gold glover, and he's got a chance to come play with another MVP in Bellinger. And I'm thinking, I kind of like the chances of what the Dodgers have on their roster. So, yeah, I'm going to talk some Dodgers. I've got a whole bunch of people coming on this week to talk Dodgers. Boog Shambi, David Wells, Matt Vaskersian from Major League Baseball Network. I mean, i got a lot of people that are going to come on and talk Dodgers this week. So I'm excited about this because 
All of a sudden, you go from a town, by the way, I'm still here in San Diego, but you go from a town where the heart and soul was ripped from this city when the Chargers moved to L.A. I tried to explain it to Dean Spanos, but he's too thick-headed to understand that you'll never be relevant in the Los Angeles sports market because there's just too much competition. And I would say that I've been proven right thus far. Even you look at the NFL, because we were talking earlier today about how will Major League Baseball possibly pull this off? Can the NBA's bubble really work? The next part of it comes the NFL season, where now there's talk about canceling all the preseason games. And I can tell you right now, NFL owners like NBA owners, like Major League Baseball owners, they don't want to cancel anything. They want to keep playing somehow, some way, because it's all about the money. Everybody already knows that. But these preseason games possibly being canceled, they should cancel. Nobody wants to go. Nobody wants to see them. Nobody can go this year. But all of these leagues want to come back for the money. And we, as sports fans, all desperately want them to come back. And if you're 20 years in San Diego and all you've got left is the Padres and somebody calls you and says, dude, ESPN LA is about to give you an NBA style 10 day contract. That's it. 10 days. You got 10 days, man. And you know, if you're an NBA player and you get to day nine, you know what you're kind of hoping for? Damn, dude. I hope they sign me again. This is fun. This is good. This feels right. So I got a 10-day contract. That's, that's the deal. And for 10 days, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to lay it all out there on the line, dude. Just going to throw it all out there. Going to give you the best I got. Give you the best guests. Give you the best content. Give you the strongest opinions. Give you the best tweets. We're going to have a really good time for the next 10 days. Oh, and by the way, for all of my regular daily podcast listeners, I mentioned it earlier. My man, Big Brown, was here helping out earlier. Grande Alejandro's helping me. I got this incredible team of Greg Bergman and Adam Bronstein up in L.A. And so with all of the support, we're going to have, we're going to have a lot of fun over the next couple of days. I can tell you that. Let me, uh, let me bring on Greg and Adam for one quick minute. Fellas, would you guys turn your mics on if you don't mind? Yes. First of all, thank you, everybody, fellas, for helping me, especially over the last week, because I went into deep, deep hiding. I went to Mammoth Lakes for a week. Yes, I was with my girlfriend. Yes, I guys, if you've gotten divorced or if you're in the middle of a divorce, just take it from me. Take it from your boy here for a second. Life will get better. Okay, that's a quick little side note. But guys, you guys have been helping me out for the last week. I really appreciate it. Greg, where are you right now? I am I am sitting in my room right now. <laughs> it's a wonderful place, but I have just looking at my wall of hats. It's a wonderful thing. When you were going up to Mammoth, did you stop in Bishop and get the uh, the beef jerky? Um, I didn't get like the oh. homemade, like really good local beef jerky. I oh, got like tough. some kind of gas station beef jerky that was not really good and was way too chewy, you know? No, 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 no. There's a in Bishop. Next time you go there, because I'm sure you will, stop in Bishop and there's a big old store that sells beef jerky and it is all fantastic. Okay, I will take Worth you up it. on your beef jerky suggestion. <laughs> I will do it. Good. Adam Adam Bronstein, where are you now? Oh, I am the only one uh, f- uh, ferrying these empty streets to actually be in studio. Okay, so you're, you're in the house. You're actually running things from studio, ESPN LA, across from Staples Center, LA Live. You're in the house. Yes. Okay. Me, I'm home too. And I'll tell you guys right now, I used to have dreams of building a studio in my house and doing radio out of my house. And today I'm telling you guys, 
it's like a dream come true. It really is. I have not been this excited to be on radio in 20 plus years. To me, ESPN 710 is now the standard of, of Southern California sports radio. And just to get these two weeks to work with you fellas, Adam, I know you and I have worked together plenty of times, but I'm really looking forward to a great week, and I appreciate all the help so far, fellas. Thank you. No worries. And I just want to know, Scott, am I allowed to borrow the uh, bunker up in Mammoth if I need it? You know, um, this is the benefit of, of now having a girlfriend who owns a house in Mammoth. See, this is about divorce right here. See, guys, <laughs> you, are you guys married? Yes. Okay. Greg, anybody been divorced? I, I am divorced. Yes, okay. I am divorced. So you, I haven't made it that far Happily. Yet. So happily I can divorced. learn from this. <laughs> happily <laughs> divorced. Here's, here's your choices, Bronstein. Okay. You either stay married for life, okay, um, or, or you get out early. For me, um, it took a really long time, but I'm, all I'm trying to do is pass on the message. Fellas and ladies, too. Life will get better. That's all I'm saying to you. Good to know. Okay. Now... Kaplan, Bergman, and Bronstein, like a freaking law firm over here, okay? Um, guys, let's get after it all week long. I really appreciate it. You guys ready to go? Oh, I'm ready, ready to go. I'm excited. Okay. All right, very good. Listen, I'm, I'm contemplating, and I'll take your advice on this. I'm contemplating opening the phones early in the show. I don't know if I should do it. I don't know if it's a good idea. I don't know... I mean, Bronny, it's going to be up to you, dude. If there's a quality phone call, I'll take it. But I'm, but I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. What do you say? Oh no, trust me. I, uh, I will only let through the best of the best. If you got nothing to say, you're not getting on. Okay. All right. I mean, Greg, thoughts? If you're, if you're gonna open up the phones, then it has to be for a good reason, and that's to just to tell you exactly what to expect and what they want from you. So the people of LA call in right now and say, Scott. You're on from 12 to 3. This is what we expect of you. Okay, that, that's fair. I can work with that. 877-710-ESPN. Now, look, nobody looks on their phone anymore and knows what the letters correspond with the numbers. 877-710-3776. Okay, everybody has the phone number. Here's what I want to get to. Um, the Reds... Wait a second. I shouldn't say that anymore. The NFL football team that calls Washington, D.C. home is next to be pressured finally and rightfully you can have a difference of opinion of course but the washington reds that team in washington owned by dan that little dan snyder that team is finally going to be forced to change their name and the minority owners white guys but i mean like they own a smaller percentage the minority owners of the redskins are jumping off man they want out so I want to talk about why, finally, Daniel Snyder is going to be forced to change the name. And I'm going to get to that. And if there are quality calls, you're coming up next. Scott Kaplan here on ESPN LA. Believe me when I tell you that it is as odd for me as it is for many of you when you hear that, say, Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. It's odd for me, just like it's probably odd for you. But I got a 10-day NBA-style contract, and for the next two weeks, we're going to have a lot of fun. So stick with me. I said I might consider taking some phone calls. Here's the number, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I would say to the sports fans of Los Angeles that as someone who has been broadcasting in San Diego for all these years, I have a perception. My perception is you want to talk Lakers. You want to talk Dodgers. And after that, 
a lot of the other sports, whether it's the Clippers, I mean, when Kawhi Leonard is being booed on the scoreboard at the Coliseum, um, I get a sense of, of how you feel about the Lakers versus the Clippers. When the Lakers and Clippers play in the Staples Center and the Clipper logo is at the midcourt and the Laker fans have completely taken over, I, I understand it. I mean, or at least I think I do. That's my perception. If you're an L.A. sports fan on my first day and you want to call in and give me a little roadmap direction, you got it. 877-710-3776. If you're just getting with us, Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs signed a 10-year contract extension. That's sort of the breaking news. The things that we've been talking about so far, David Price opting out for the Dodgers. Why did David Price opt out? Why is LeBron James so all in? I'm going to get deeper into that story as the afternoon goes on. Um, but I do want to talk about the Washington Redskins for a minute. And I'm going to stop saying Redskins because I understand more so than ever before how offensive it is. Look, four or five years ago, I would think to myself, it's a nickname of a football team. Um, that, that's me. That, and, and if you want to tell me that's what white, white privilege is in America, then I'll just have to learn and accept that. But as a football fan, I would look at the Redskins and I go, and I'm trying to stop myself from saying, it, I would say, it's a football team. That, that's their name. I grew up. I was a kid. I grew up in the 70s, in the 80s, and that was the team from Washington. And that was Joe Theismann, and there was Joe Riggins, and there were all these guys, and, and they were the hogs, and that's who they were. Um, and a few years ago, it was like, hey, look, um, I'm Native American Indian, and I'm really offended by that, and I'd really appreciate it if you would change the name. And Daniel Snyder had that very cocky, billionaire attitude of, Hey, my team, I bought it, my property, don't tell me what to do. But all of a sudden, all these years later, in the post-George Floyd world that we're living in, in a world where in my neighborhood, which is predominantly white, in fact, no, no, that's the wrong word, all white, okay? In my neighborhood, signs, house after house after house, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And that's something you never saw before. The world is a changing place. And to that end, the National Football League team in Washington is going to have to change their name. That's just the way it's going to be. FedEx Field, the, the one of the minority owners of the Redskins is the CEO of FedEx. And he's like, okay, dude, that's got to change. And these minority owners are jumping off the ship because they don't want to be guilty by association. They don't want to be near Daniel Snyder. If you're going to, in this world, not really consider changing the name, you're going to get pressured into changing the name. And now is that time. Because we've already seen when the NFL says we were wrong, uh, this is a different world that we're living in. Things have definitely changed. And it's time for the Washington football team of the National Football League to change their name because, you know what? It's offensive. Um, maybe not to me, Mr. White Guy, but it's offensive to Native American Indians. It was offensive to them years ago. He refused to change it, but in the post-George Floyd world, you're going to have to. It's just the way it's going to have to be. All right, Brawny, I asked you, should I possibly take a or a couple of phone calls in my first day, in my first hour, on ESPN 710. So what do you say, man? You, you've taken the calls. Do you think I should or should not? You know what? I think you can. Let's go ahead and uh, get one in here right now. Okay. Um, would you like to go to Camilo in Boyle Heights? Does that sound good? That sounds good. Senator Rice, I appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, yeah, man. How you, how you doing? Hey, welcome to L.A. for however long you're going to be here. 
listen, my one thing that I expect from you is that L.A. hate coming out of your heart. I, I was a Marine from 98 to 08. Um, through osmosis, I became a San Diego sports fan, listening to you and BR and Darren and all those guys every day of the week. Uh, and all I ever heard was tons of hating on L.A. And so what mm-hmm. I expect is that hate out your heart. Okay, feeling you, man. Appreciate you. By the way, appreciate your service, brother. Really do. Um, you do that, and you served because guys like me didn't or couldn't. And so I appreciate that, and I appreciate you listening for a long time. Look, when you hear other names of other sports radio guys, it's just the way it goes, dude. Because um, I know Steve Mason and John Ireland last week were talking about an article that came out in The Athletic, which was about the original sports radio station of Southern California, and that was 690. And so, you know, John had his piece of that, and Steve did as well, and I was on the very back end of it. And so we were all featured in this article in The Athletic. We all go way, way back. Um, so, uh, I hear you when you mention other names, if anybody's new to the show, um, there's a lot of history here, so we can talk about that too. But as far as that hate, let me tell you something, you know, where I stand on this. Okay. In my wallet, I have the number one card. I am the card carrying member, the president and founder of the charger hater club. Look, if you're a Laker fan, just, just try and for one minute. Just for one minute, try and figure out what it would be like if I told you that the Lakers were going to move to New York, okay, to your rival city, if you will. Uh, San Francisco, pick your, your, your rival city. But if I told you the Lakers were going to move, you'd be like, no way, man. That could never happen. That's where so much of that hate came from. The Chargers leaving this city and moving to the rival city and failing like they have, um, it hurts and it hurt a lot of people. And so, yeah, you'll, you'll hear that. You, you know, Camilo, you know, I'll bring that. Uh, Brawny, should we get one more in or should we, should we maybe uh, move on here, pal? You tell me. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, take it to the other side for right now. Okay. Listen, if you want to get in 877-710-3776. Coming up. Colin Kaepernick has got himself a new job. Colin Kaepernick does not want to play football anymore, okay? Look, I, believe me, I, if ever there was a time for Colin Kaepernick to get back into the NFL, now is the time. I don't think the man wants to play. He's got himself a brand new job working for Disney. I'm going to tell you all about that coming up next. This is ESPN 710. Great friends throughout Southern California. Scott Kaplan on ESPN 710. Wow, it's hard to uh, it's it's hard to believe, man. I mean, a new radio station. I say ESPN seven ten. They're like, no, 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 seven ten ESPN, seven ten ESPN. It's hard to say a new name, you know. It's been a year plus since I've been on the radio, but I am so excited to be back, and I'm glad to be working with this incredible team at seven ten. And I know I'm, I just sound like I'm sucking up, but I mean, it really is. And I, all these folks I've known forever. So, hey, listen, I want to uh, jump into another story in advance of my first guest, and I've reserved. My first guest for a longtime friend, a former college teammate, and a guy who has turned himself into an absolute superstar on ESPN, and that's Lewis Riddick. Yeah, Lewis Riddick and I played college football together at the University of Pittsburgh in the late 80s and early 90s. Lou was number five, I was number nine. So we were locker mates right next to each other. We go way back, we know each other well. Lou, working for ESPN, is at all of the Monday Night Football games. I, working as a sideline reporter for Westwood One, I'm at many of the Monday Night Football games. So we get to cross over a lot during the year. 
One of my favorite conversations is I'm standing with Lewis Riddick. This is in Oakland earlier this year, uh, before the Raiders moved out, obviously, uh, with Lewis Riddick and with Kurt Warner. And the two of them together, and I got to stand there and watch these two guys talk. I mean, the, the, the love and respect that these guys have, because they both have a daughter who have, has a similar illness. And I'm not going to get into their personal lives. But, you know, I just I love this guy. And I'm happy he's going to be our first guest today. Lewis Riddick on the way in just a few minutes. ESPN's real shining star of their coverage of the National Football League. But before I get there, let me talk about Colin Kaepernick for a moment. Listen, I said this is this is five, six weeks ago. I said this on my daily podcast. If ever there was a time for Colin Kaepernick to get back into the NFL, now is the time. In fact, I went so far as to argue that Colin Kaepernick should be signed by the Minnesota Vikings. He's not going to go there and be their starter necessarily. But if ever there was a city in America that could use Colin Kaepernick, and I say use him, I mean his leadership, if you will, in the post-George Floyd world we're living in, I thought Minnesota was a really smart move. Some people said, no, how about, how about the Chargers as an example? Why not give them a shot? They don't have a real legitimate starting quarterback yet. They went out and drafted a guy in the first round. They've got a guy who's been around the league and been in the playoffs, but he's no star. Why not, why not do it in L.A. where there were so many protests and riots? And, and why not you know, talk about civil unrest in a major market? So I really thought that if the time was ever going to be to bring Colin Kaepernick back into the NFL, now would be the time. When Drew Brees says what he says and the next day is in damage control mode and when the NFL is saying we were wrong, this is the time to sign Colin Kaepernick and give him a chance. But I'll tell you this. Um, for someone who, who has believed that Kaepernick deserves another shot, um, I got to tell you, I don't think the guy wants to play football. I don't think he wants anything to do with playing in the NFL for a variety of reasons. One, he sued the NFL. One, made a, to- a ton of money. Okay. Um, and two, Colin Kaepernick is turning himself into a media personality. By the way, the irony of that is you never hear from him. Like, I, I cannot remember, honestly, in the last five weeks, hearing much from Colin Kaepernick other than he signed a deal with this company to provide this content and now he's signing a deal with Disney Uh, according to the reports today the Walt Disney Company announced they have a first look deal with Colin Kaepernick's production company they're going to partner on telling scripted and unscripted stories that explore race social injustice and the quest for equality Um, the first project that's uh, that's going to be worked on is going to be a documentary about Kaepernick's journey. And all of this is through Disney, which by the way, reminds me, and this is the way it has to be guys. Sorry. My, my ADD is such that I, my brain will go in a million different directions. Speaking of Disney, can I ask everybody a question for a moment? Did anybody see Hamilton this weekend on Disney plus see I've not ever seen Hamilton. I don't see myself in New York anytime soon. If I was going to New York and Hamilton were on Broadway and it were available and we could go, I'm way too cheap to buy the tickets, okay? I mean, I'd be calling everybody I know to find free tickets, and if I couldn't find them, I'd say, I'll wait for it to come on TV. Well, guess what? It kind of came on TV. It went on to Disney+. Plus. The problem for someone like me is this. I think I'm pretty tech savvy. I'm not tech illiterate, okay? But I'm not sure how to get to Disney+. Plus. And I think... As I was talking to George Sedano earlier, when I talked to him about the original Star Wars film, I was using Disney Plus to find it, but I was so confused because I didn't realize that the, the original Star Wars was no longer called Star Wars. It's now called Star Wars something else. I don't even know what the something else part of it is, but it's not called Star Wars anymore. So it took me like an hour to find it, but it was on Disney Plus. So now I'm thinking somewhere, somehow, I don't know how. 
Smart TV, Apple TV, YouTube TV. I don't know how. Somehow, though, I have seen Disney Plus and I can get Disney Plus. It's probably going to take me a couple hours, but I'll find it. But I did not get a chance to see Hamilton yet this weekend. And from everybody that I know that has never seen it like me, they said, unbelievable, you got to see it. So now I'm going to spend some time today trying to find where did Disney Plus go and how do I find it and when can I see Hamilton? But all of this was about Colin Kaepernick and him signing a deal with Disney. Did that make any sense to anybody? Because I was on Kaepernick and then I was on Disney and then I was on Hamilton and now I'm back to Disney, which brings me all the way back to Kaepernick, which is to say, I don't think the guy wants to play. And, and you know what? That's cool too. Because in the final analysis, being kicked out, blackballed, whatever phrase you want to use, losing your playing career all these years later has actually turned you into a hero in many walks of life. Attitudes have changed, man, big time, big time. I I was reading an article this past weekend in the New York Times about kneeling. I'm going to talk about it later on. Are, Are more players, is everybody going to be kneeling? And if they are, is it the person standing? who is the person who's kind of now the outcast. It's kind of like now you walk into a grocery store, right? And six months ago, if you walked into a grocery store and somebody was wearing a mask, you'd be like, what the hell is wrong with him? What's his deal? Yo, hey, what's up with the mask, man? You sick? Why are you here? Not that I would ever say anything. I'm way too, I mean, there's just no way I would ever say anything to anybody, right? But, but like, yo, you, this is the only guy in the store with a mask. Now, dude, everybody got to have a mask. Everybody. You walk into a restaurant, it's like, mask? Oh, I can take it off now. I'm just saying to you that, that, that there was once an opinion about masks, the opinions have changed. There was once an opinion about kneeling and Colin Kaepernick, those opinions have changed. Let's talk about that. Let's keep that going. Lewis Riddick is on his way. He has become the star of ESPN television. And uh, everybody talks about Lewis Riddick eventually joining the Monday Night Football booth. I mean, he's there on Monday Night Games. He is good looking. He's articulate. He got the resume. Lewis Riddick is my very first guest. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN.